You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's always game day in Cleveland. Hi, everybody. I'm Andy Baskin alongside Daryl Ryder, a Browns beat reporter at 92.3 The Fan. Uh, we are excited to, to bring you another edition of kind of the behind-the-scenes stuff on what's going on. Not only uh, with stuff that we talk about at the station, but stuff that's going on in Berea as well. And obviously the hot topic this week has been Deshaun Watson again. Now, we always want to remind you that if you like what you're listening to, uh, why don't you remember to subscribe to the It's Always Game Day in Cleveland feed, and you can always join in the conversation at Game Day CLE, and that's where you can reach us. All right, Daryl, let's uh, kind of jump into the Deshaun Watson stuff quickly here because there was the HBO special this week. There was a lot of ballyhoo about this thing going into it. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about the actual show itself and the presentation that we saw, um, and we did see some some compelling stuff, especially from um, – the you know the accusers and I, I thought that was interesting but there's a, there was just some stuff about the story that it just it wasn't about the content of the story it was about the way the content was put together and, and so I have some issues with that but Daryl let's start with you what did you think of the HBO uh, special with uh, Soledad O'Brien who did this who did the piece honestly I learned nothing new because they had released the m- most compelling cuts before it even aired so. It wasn't new information. Certainly, it's different watching uh, the accusers tell their story versus reading their accounts. So uh, that was obviously a a little different, and you certainly respect their willingness to do that on camera. I'm sure that that was not an easy thing for them to do. But as far as new information, there wasn't— new information in that piece. Uh, We knew everything uh, that was pretty much going to be said going into it, and uh, we, uh, a lot of what was recounted uh, was part of the court filings uh, as well. But again, different reading about it versus actually hearing the accusers uh, lay out uh, their experiences. All right. Within the piece... uh I, I just, I, I was, uh, I don't know, I was, I was it, it was interesting to hear some of the stuff that we have read actually be said by someone who was in the suit and by someone who wanted to talk. And, and both of the, uh, uh, the women that were in the piece, I, th- I thought were, I, like, I kept asking myself, why would they lie? Why would they lie? I keep asking myself that over and over, and it makes for, 
interesting, uh, like trying to figure out what the deal is. I, I, I'll say this, and and I just I kind of want to go outside of the outside of what like the, the what this is all really about. I, I was kind of like I watched that piece, and I I don't have a whole lot of respect for lawyers. I don't know what's coming out of their mouths. I I don't know if they if they're if lawyers are telling the truth or just trying to spin the story because we know court of public opinion is where this is at right now because there were no two no bills there were two no non-indictments of Deshaun Watson so that that eliminated the criminal part of this whole story so now you come back to the civil part of the story where we have these two 22 cases that are sitting there and you're you're trying to figure out what's going to be next and what does that mean for the NFL I, I I think in the big picture of this if you're the NFL and the only piece of evidence you actually had was that HBO thing which is not you would say okay this story is 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 a damaging story to the NFL whether it's truthful or not and the hard part is getting around the fact that there are 22 people in this lawsuit that are saying look uh you know I, I was done wrong by Deshaun Watson and so when, when I watch this Daryl and I'm just I'm curious I mean alone I don't know how the NFL uh, doesn't suspend Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson on this because they don't have to prove anything. If the NFL doesn't like what's being said about the NFL or someone puts the NFL in a bad light, that's violation of the conduct policy. And that's why I'm I'm interested to see what happens with Deshaun Watson as far as the suspension. What do you think? Yeah, I look, I, I, I think you're right that uh, the NFL is going to suspend Deshaun Watson, if for anything, just because uh, the accusations reflect poorly on the NFL. And uh, this story is going to remain in the headlines, at least for another year, uh, until these cases go through civil court and are uh, resolved. Um, uh, we had both of the lawyers on the station uh, this week on the uh, the afternoon show, uh, both Busby as well as Harden, to uh, tell their side of the story. You're right. Uh, it, you know, but the, it is the lawyer's job to advocate on uh, behalf of their client, uh, Rusty Harden on behalf of Deshaun Watson, and then, of course, Busby on behalf uh, of these 22 uh, accusers. And I, I think that both lawyers are doing a, a good job in the court of public opinion advocating for their client. That is uh, their uh, job uh, to uh, elicit justice on behalf of their client. From Harden's perspective, uh, his client, who is Deshaun Watson, did nothing criminal, did nothing wrong, um, and uh, asserts his innocence, right? And so that right. is what. Uh, Harden's message was uh, this week. Uh, Busby uh, has these 22 women who are alleging the this uh, uh, grotesque sexual misconduct by Watson, uh, allegedly in these uh, massage therapy sessions. And so uh, because the criminal court system is not available to these women, uh, as you mentioned, two grand juries have come back with no bills. They chose not to indict. There just wasn't enough there. Uh, to do that in their view. So the only avenue remaining is through the civil court uh, to get justice on behalf of his clients. So we heard from both of them this week uh, as uh, both sides tried to shape uh, the court of of public opinion. And and I've got to be honest with you, um, with respect to both of them, I don't think either one has changed many minds. I, I, you know, to, uh, as Harden said, uh, 
you know, they've lost the battle of public opinion. Uh, you know, those that feel that Deshaun Watson did what he's accused of, they feel that way. They're not changing their mind. There's nothing that they're going to hear that's going to uh, flip the opinion and vice versa. Those that feel that Deshaun Watson did nothing wrong and is innocent of these allegations, they too, uh, I don't believe, have changed their mind, either based on what the lawyers are saying or based off of that HBO piece. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. I wanna, we're going to hear from both those lawyers as they talk to the afternoon drive. Uh, and we have some cuts from that. I, I just I want to get into the piece itself on HBO. Look, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know what happened, but I do know the way you put together a story for television. <clears throat> and there were three things that really bothered me about the piece on HBO. Uh, the first part of it was, as I was listening to the accusers, I wanted to hear what they had to say. And HBO did uh, like an entertainment type thing to ramp up and try to hit home what was being said by using these cuts from, I think it was Houston stations or Cleveland, it was mostly Houston stations saying, 22 accusers, another accuser today, another accuser today. I understand what they were doing, but when you do that, that's I, like I wanted to hear from the accusers, and they were like doubling down on the opinion of what you were getting from the piece for entertainment purposes. And I say that as a journalist. So like I, I wanted to hear what the, what, what the accusers had to say. I've never seen them speak on camera, and yet HBO felt the need, and it's 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 an editing thing. Like I don't know if it's Soledad, I don't know if it's if it's the producers, but they tried to spice it up a little bit Hollywood like, and I, I wasn't a fan of that. I wanted facts, I wanted to hear what's being presented, and I wanted to see the person that was actually doing that. So I wasn't a big fan of them spicing it up with th- throwing in local news stations saying. 22 accusers, another accuser today. Okay, I, I get that, and I thought that started to ramp up the story. The two other problems I had with the story was the way they presented the fact that the Browns didn't talk to the accusers. We all, Anyone that's followed the story or watched the story knows that the Browns said they were advised by their legal team to not get involved, and at this point it was still a criminal investigation because we still hadn't heard from the grand juries on this, to not talk to the accusers. And not only do I respect that from the Browns' point of view, I respect that from the accusers' point of view because, you know, these plaintiffs are trying to make a case. Their job is to talk to lawyers, talk to the court, talk about deposition. And, you know, who Deshaun Watson's employer is at that point um, is irrelevant. And so... I, I didn't like the way HBO presented that, the way that they kind of ramped it up and said, well, did the Browns talk to you? Did the Browns talk to you? Even though they knew prior to the fact the Browns had admitted right out of the gate, it wasn't – legally, it was not a very good idea for the Browns to go in and talk to the accusers when deciding whether they wanted to bring Watson in or not. And I, I don't like the way HBO presented that. The last point 
and I know we've got more to talk about in this, and I do want to hear from the attorneys, is the way they ended the piece. And when Soledad O'Brien said, because remember they said at the end of the piece that they brought Leah Graham in after they had talked to Deshaun's attorneys, which is uh, you know Rusty Harden, and said, hey, do you want to be a part of this piece? Do you want to be? And they said no, and at the last minute they decided they want to get in. I get that. I understand that. But for some reason they slopped together that back end of it, and they and you can clearly see it's an edit. And they were like, hey, when he, when she was talking to Leah Graham, she said, we're out of time. You're freaking HBO. You're never out of time. If you want a show to go an hour and 22 minutes, it can go an hour and 22 minutes. If you want an interview to go uh, for forever, you can do that. Like, I, it really, like, it bothered me, and I might be the only person in America that watched that piece and was bothered by the fact that they said, we're out of time. You're HBO. You're not out of time. You have six channels. And the way it looked like – now, the only reason – there are two reasons why she truly could have been out of time. One, they had to edit it and get it in the piece so it would make air. I, I'm just not buying that. And two, um, it's because they were buying satellite time to do the interview. And the way the interview is, I don't think they did it on satellite. I thought they did it on Zoom. Um, Daryl, I'm going to get your reaction to some of the things I said. We're going to hear from some of the attorneys. I want to get into – um, OTAs too, because what we have, I mean, there's actual football news to get along with too. So we're going to come back. We'll regroup. We'll talk more about what's going on with Deshaun Watson. And eventually, you know, what is this going to mean? Is this going to mean that he's going to miss games, not going to miss games? We're still kind of in limbo trying to figure out the future, not only the 22 cases, but you know, what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. So all of this is coming up on it's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you like what you're listening to, remember to subscribe to the it's always game day in Cleveland feed.